Welcome to the Crafty Ass Female Podcast, a paper crafting and creative lifestyle show that talks about the resourceful ways we women are living our lives and the crafty projects we are creating in between. We are your hosts, Amanda Zampelli and Kristen Tweedell. The Crafty Ass Female Podcast is brought to you by the Awesome Ladies Project, a community that encourages you to tell your story with pictures, paper, words, and the bits of life we find along the way. You can join us in the ALP for free at theawesomeladiesproject.com slash craftyassfemale. Hi, Amanda. Oh, hey, Kristen. Hi, Taji. Hi, Kristen. Hi, Amanda. Hi, Hi Crystal. Hey, ladies. Oh, my gosh, you guys. So, listeners, we're excited for today for a multitude of reasons, but... The first one being, it's our first double interview feature that we're bringing you. Took us, you know, over 150 episodes, but here it is. And our guests are amazing today. So we have Tashiata Gordon and Crystal Idunyate. How'd I do, girls? You did good. Pretty good. Okay. (laughs) Um, Yeah, but memory keeper extraordinaires and like, friends and they're coming out with a new podcast and I can't wait to talk about it but so Crystal you're an accountant by day scrapper by night that's what I read on your Mm -hmm. Instagram love Mm -hmm. that and then Tashi you're a nurse by day but then I was like wait they kind of work nights sometimes too so you're just a nurse part sometimes (laughs) and then you're a maker memory keeper feminist troublemaker which I loved kind of how you described yourself um by the other minutes of the day yeah and uh you're both on Allie Edwards' creative team, which I can't wait to talk to you about as well. And then American Crafts and Feed Your Craft and just like making great things happen. So we're so excited to have you and welcome. Well, thank you so much for inviting <laughs> us. I am so stoked for this. Yeah, yes, so- me too. So awesome. So I there's like literally 700 places we can start. <laughs> so Kristen, like, what are you thinking? I kind of want to hear a little creative backstory from the girls and just how they got to where they are now, like memory keeping wise. Okay. I'm so, so excited. Yes, please, <laughs> please, please, just go. Just go. Just talk. <laughs> right. Okay. So I, I'll go first. Um, cause mine is very short. Uh, I got into memory keeping, um, because I discovered it on Instagram. Um, and I like to say that I found it the way people are finding it like all the time now, like the magic of social media, which is equal parts, the best and worst thing that's ever happened Mm. to me. Um, I was, I used to be one of those like glam planner people. And I had like a super decorated Erin Condren happy planner situation. And I bought all the Etsy sticker books and all the madness. And I was like scrolling through the explore page one day and Adele from Inky Quill popped up on my explore page. And I was like, wait, what is this? What are these people doing? Like, what is going on over there? And so I watched a few YouTube videos and then I discovered Missy Whitten and I watched her YouTube videos and somewhere along the line, I discovered Allie Edwards and like literally the rest was history. Like it was just, <laughs> I saw this thing and I was like, oh, Oh, so scrapbooking isn't just doing things with like weird cutout photos and photo corners and like a album like there's actually people writing stories and you can play with paint and you can play with texture and you can do all the things that I love like that's a thing and so it's a thing and I've just I've never looked back I've fully plunged headfirst into the (laughs) rabbit hole um, and slowly making my way out to the other side and I've just never looked back that perfectly described how I've (laughs) <laughs> you know, years ago was same, same. Great description. Love it. How about so, you? So, so for me, um, 
my mom actually did creative memories like back in the day. So I started scrapbooking when I was in middle school. Um, but mine were all those traditional like photo corners and cut out pictures <laughs> and no story whatsoever. So then I went to college. So like I did middle school, high school, all that went to college, totally stopped like hundred percent cold Turkey stopped and then tried over the years to pick it back up. When I got married, when I had my first child, my daughter, nothing ever stuck because I kept trying to do the 12 by 12 traditional scrapbooking and it just, that is not me. So it felt really inauthentic and then I would stop. And then I discovered uh, Project Life after I had, actually I didn't even have him yet. I was pregnant with my son and it finally stuck. Then I found Allie Edwards and you add the story into there. And then that's for me where the rest is history. Like story plus photos, I'm all in. Yeah, I feel like we've all known for a long time that like paper is fun. I love paper. And then you see someone who like you're like, I want to do that. Like I, I, that's kind of how it happened for me, too. Like I've always been crafty, but then you see like someone doing it in a way where you're like, I understand this. <laughs> you know, <laughs> oh, I love yes. it so much. Oh. Crafting is fun. Oh, yeah, <laughs> it so is. And I got to say, part of what, what, part of the joy of what Crystal and I get to do is that sometimes we get to be that person for people. Mm-hmm. Like, like mm-hmm. Uh, Allie Edwards is like the guru to end all gurus. And I am the biggest fan. Like I, I fangirl in her DMs all the time. It's the wildest thing. Um, <laughs> I'm like the biggest fan. But the cool thing is what we get to do is we get to be that person for somebody. Like we get to be the people that are like, mm-hmm. huh, look at what they're doing. It's actually really fun. It's really approachable. It, like it's something that I can do and so we get to be like the the person hanging out at the scrapbooking gate going come in we have cookies and then we get to get more people memory keeping it's like it's easily the best part of what I get to do online yes 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 and especially like like I loved your positivity passport that you kind of like ignite like that's an example kind of how like you ju- and it's just by showing up in this thing that you found and you love that that so it's so accessible to anyone like anyone can show up and and just look what I made what I made you know yep and and try this and you know so I felt like your positivity passport was that for a lot of people too yep mm. so good okay so <laughs> this conversation already what are we five minutes in I'm like already so so sparkly about it I'm trying to like wait for you guys to ask questions so I don't babble incessantly so I'm like okay guys like gear me so I don't talk to you for eight years (laughs) that's totally fine that's hold on okay we'll totally edit out my coughing because that's (laughs) just what's gonna happen oh yeah no um let me actually I have to I was like, this might not. This actually is not an important note at all. Don't worry, I have like total scrap paper all over the place, <laughs> and it's like, no, this is actually something very important. So I'm going to put it down over here. Let's grab some scrap paper. 
why is it that um, we, paper people, when we need scrap paper, never, ever, ever have any scrap paper at all whatsoever? <laughs> the only thing we have is pretty paper that we cannot right. possibly write so any precious. scrap notes yeah. on at all whatsoever. Yeah. All right. Speak for yourself, because Crystal always has note paper. Like, I, I'll be talking to her, and I can see her pens moving, and I'm like, how do you always have something? Like, Chris, Kristen, same thing. I'll be, like, trying to take notes on a project that I'm working on, and I'm like, Joshua, I have no paper. <laughs> You're a scrapbooker. You have paper everywhere. And I'm like, I don't have paper I can write on. Right. I don't Even know how side. many times I've said out loud, I have nothing to write on. As I pull over an entire Raskog cart filled with paper yep. and literally 50 blank notebooks. Yeah. No, you can't write on those. Do you see Crystal? I, Crystal, what are you writing on? I saw it. What do you have down this there? Is, this is just my notes. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. But it's blank on the back. I right. have an entire get to work book. <laughs> Maybe I guess I could write in that. Okay. So hilarious. Minute eight. <laughs> Please edit out Kristen's coughing. Obviously, we can't edit any of this out now because it's adorable. <laughs> oh man. Okay, so let's talk about the show that you guys have come out with. I've listened to episode one. It's amazing. It's fantastic. It's everything that I want in a podcast. Because listen, my listeners know. I hate podcasts. I do not listen to any podcasts. I absolutely cannot stand listening to people talk to me. This is why I don't listen to the news. I don't watch the news. I do not do anything where people are talking at me. I cannot stand it. I have tried so hard. I've tried listening to podcasts. I so many times. And then I get to like five minutes in and I just can't do it. I listened to your episode and I was like, oh my God. It's like just little bits of learning and it's going to be about scrapbooking and it's just going to be like to the point and it made me so happy and I'm like oh guys it's just this thing about scrapbooking instead of noise which don't get me wrong a lot of people love shows because they like listening to their friends talk a lot of people love listening to people talk like on commutes love talk radio all that that's just not me. But oh my God, I loved listening to your show. So can you tell us about it, please? Tashi, do you want to take the reins? Okay, okay, fine. It's your brainchild in the beginning. This is true. It is my brainchild. Okay, so I have played around, and Kristen, you might know this. I have played around with the idea of starting a podcast for so long. And it is because I'm always talking to people and I'm like, you know what I should do? I should just talk to the internet. Like, I'm like, the internet <laughs> needs to hear my voice, which is like also like wildly probably the most conceited thought I've ever had in my entire life. I was like, I have something to say and the internet needs to hear it. Um, and so I played around with the idea of starting a podcast forever. I did all the things. I bought a domain name for my podcast when I was doing it. I hired someone to do podcast art. I bought like the... Um, like I bought licensing to music. I had everything. And then I sat down to record my first episode and I had nothing to say. Like literally nothing. <laughs> like the hardest thing. I recorded two episodes by myself and threw them in the trash. And I was like, these are terrible. And I realized that I'm better in a group. Like I am better when I'm talking to someone versus talking at someone. 
So I went to Mr. Tashi um, and I was like, Mr. Tashi, I need a partner. And he looked at me and he had like this glazed over expression on his face. And it was literally like, Tashiana, you already know who your partner is. Like, what is the deal? <laughs> and so I slid all the way into Crystal's DMs as I want to do. I don't know why she talks to me anymore. Like I literally slid all the way into her DMs and I was like, hey, do you want to go on an adventure? And she was like, what now, Tashiana? She didn't say it like that, but I'm pretty sure that's what she was thinking. She was like, what now? What do you want from me now? And I was like, hey, do you want to start a podcast with me? And Crystal never says no. Um, and so we are the Scrappy Sisters and we have our show. We have our mighty network. We are just slowly building our scrapbooking empire. Um, and I am so stoked for the show because Crystal and I do a lot of the same product projects, but we also do a lot of different projects and our styles are very different very different um it's it, crystal and i are literally the opposite person and the same person in so many different ways and i think the two of us together have a lot to offer because we're so different and so similar um and also i can talk to this girl for hours so i am so so stoked for this and for uh listeners to finally get their hands on it because it's it's been uh my brainchild for such a long time and it is finally happening and it feels so good I love it. Crystal, you want to give your like perspective on the whole thing? Yes. So, so Tashi did exactly what she said. She like slid into my DMs. I got this thing that was like, hey, so I have this idea of an adventure we can go on. Do you want to do it? And I feel like I was like, yes. What's the adventure? <laughs> like, did you ever think yes she was, first? Did you ever think that the word was podcast? <laughs> and then she's like, do this podcast with me. And I was like, uh, that's not what I was expecting. Wow. Okay. Like, are you sure? And she's like, yes. And I'm like, are you sure? But like, really, are you sure? Cause like, this is your thing. Are you sure? <laughs> and she's, she sure enough, you know? <laughs> so we recorded our first episode and then I just feel like I was at a loss of words. Like I cannot believe that I've got on these creative teams. I started a YouTube and now I'm on a freaking podcast. Like what is life? <laughs> what is life it's just it's it's a crazy year so yeah but when you say yeah. like what is life like at the core of it this is what keeps like like mm -hmm. baffling my mind is like really because me and Kristen had the very similar experience almost three years ago right like it's funny so it's just like having a desire a deep burning desire to want to do something that you really can't think of not doing it and then it's showing up to do it like that is what life is that is literally the two things that <laughs> encompassed like what our show become what like getting on a creative team is like we complicate it i think usually so much in our brain that it needs to be this perfection this display of perfection but it's not it's wanting to do something really bad doing it and showing up to do it oh my god I say that all the time like I get people who ask me they're like how do you do all these things how are you doing all these things where do you have the time how do I do it and I'm like dude all you have to do is show up like right. you show up and I tell mm -hmm. Crystal this all the time that your gift makes room for you so if you have mm -hmm. a gift your gift will make room for you but you have to show up and you're not going to get anywhere. So we sit down and we like agonize over these things. And it's like, should I share this thing? Is this important enough? Is this worth it? Is, is there value in it? Because that's the question I ask myself all the time. Is there value in what I'm doing and what I have to share? So I could sit down and I could ask myself these questions for like a year. Or I could just show up. And listen, the worst that could happen is that we, you know, we release this podcast and only you two listen. 
and we listen. And that's like the worst case scenario. And even if that's the worst case scenario, Crystal and I found value in showing up. And it's something that we've been bonding over and we're already like best friends, but like, it's just something that makes it like, it's a deeper level to our friendship. Cause now we're like business partners, which I love saying out loud. I tell my husband this all the time. I was like, I have a business meeting with Chris. He's like, no, you don't. You're just talking to her. And I'm like, no, it's a business meeting. That's right. Um, yeah, now we're business partners and it's just the wildest thing, but all it happened, it only happens when you show up. You just have to show up. I think that's, like that part specifically of you know if you just talk to each other there's value in that and that's me and amanda you know if it's just us having a conversation cool we just had a conversation for an hour and if it's just us talking that's awesome because before the show we were pretty much just Instagram friends. I mean, we had met at a Kelly Perky class in a basement in New York City, in like straight up Manhattan. Right. And now we're Kristen and Amanda. Right. And anytime I show up and talk to just Kristen, like I know I need the conversation. So I'm assuming someone else out there might need it. But then like even mm-hmm. this morning, like gearing up for this, I was so excited to talk to you girls, but like, anxious just like what's it gonna be and am I gonna mess up like 150 episodes in I'm still every episode like am I gonna mess up but then I kept like my brain kept going like well you're gonna show up anyway and it's gonna right. be and it's gonna be great because it always is but like there still is always that kickback of like oh no is it like anxiety comes with anything new even if you've been doing it 150 times <laughs> like you know what I mean so that's something too that's been interesting but what I love about your show is like I think you know you girls make these amazing creations and like most recently which i have to announce so i can link to it so people can experience it if they haven't already is your latest thing that you shared for the seasons the story season like the both of your projects were like a light in this week for me just looking at them and being inspired so like even for you girls to spend an episode talking about your process like i know you do that on your youtube but like, that would be worth it for me to hear. So anyway, so segue into you girls are part of Ali Edwards' design team, and you do this thing called Story Kit Crush. And could you talk a little bit about that and what it means and what it is and all that good stuff? I'll go first, I suppose, this time. So, um, so Story Kit Crush, which, by the way, was yet another project that Tashi <laughs> slid into my DMs and was, hey, do you <laughs> Do you want to do this thing with me? See, so, sliding uh, into DMs is not always a slimy thing. See, no. it brings, right, it brings it sure isn't. Yeah. <laughs> At least not when the name Tashi is associated yeah. with it. I love it. May I, may I interrupt very, very quickly? I just love when women reclaim, like, shitty things yeah. that dudes do. Yes. All the time. All the time. Yes. I tell people, I'm like, listen, you want to be me? Slide all the way into the <laughs> all the way and i say it like i say it like that on instagram i say it like that on youtube it's actually in our our podcast bio like i'm building our website and i was like tashi slid all the way into crystal's dms i am a hundred percent about reclaiming it because typically when someone's sliding into my dms it's gross so i I'm, i can do it this way and we can make it something joy-filled so yes I love Kristen, it. yes 
Okay, Skywalker, Skywalker Crystal. This is part of your yes. origin story. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it is my origin story. <laughs> okay, sorry, Crystal. Sorry. No, you're so good. So yeah, so she she sent me this message, and we had been talking for not that long, right? It was like a month or something like that. And she's like, do this thing with me. And I think you had been talking with um, Amanda Wilder Mm -hmm. about it and had this idea already. And I had recently started subscribing to the story kits. So I subscribed to it with the understanding that I wanted to use up the entire kit because that's just my personality. So I was doing this. So she talks to me about it and I'm like, yeah, I'm already doing this and totally, I'm totally in. I'll do it with you. Yes. So we joined in, we joined forces, and we came up with this whole concept of taking an older kit out of our stash, out of our baskets of shame, out of our, which some some baskets of shame are much larger than others. I actually had to go buy a bunch of stuff to make my basket of shame bigger. (laughs) (laughs) And then we just spend one month crushing an entire kit using up as much as it, of it as we can, and then um, moving on to the next kit the next month, and so on, and so on, and so on. And ultimately, the thing that I think is the best part of all of it is just the number of stories, and not even the number, just the, like, the way that using one particular kit can get so many different stories out of you. It's amazing how many stories not only like can you tell, but need to be told and won't be told until you give them the opportunity to do it. And I think that this has been a really good experience for that. So I let Crystal go first with this because even though Story Kit Crush was my brainchild, this is 100% her project um, because she's a lot more reliable when it comes to Story Kit Crush than I am. I mean, I, especially during the height of like quarantine when I was home for like, I was home for like 11 weeks and um, my husband was still working and I live, uh, it's just the two of us. I was home by myself for 11 weeks and it was a really, like I talk about the dark days of 2020. There were lots of dark days in 2020 and I fell all the way off on this project. And part of the reason why I call Crystal my partner in crime is because she's just literally the most reliable person I've ever met in my entire life. Like I know that I can lean on this girl to like take my like silly little project idea and just go running with it. So Crystal has since February, when we started crushing story kits, she has gotten her project up every Friday. I'm, I'm batting like a 70% this time, but she's gotten her project up every Friday. She's gotten her video up every Friday. And my thing about story kit crush, um, so it started with a way for me to deal with my basket of shame. That was my, that was my phrase because I, I am a hoarder, like I'm a full on product hoarder and I've been subscribed to Ally story kits for three years. And the amount of kits that I've actually worked through were in like the single digits before February. And I was like, listen, I'm getting all this stuff and I'm opening it and I'm going, oh my God, this is great. I can tell so many stories. And I just put it all back in the package and I put it in a basket and I never see it again. And I was like, we got to do this thing. And the thing that I love the most about this project is how it's become a community effort. And it's one of the things that Allie tells us that she appreciates the most is that it's a community thing now. Because before it was just, hey, Crystal and I are doing this thing. Come look at what we're doing. But now we get like guest uh, storytellers. I mean, as much as anyone's a guest storyteller for us. Um, But we get people that come on and like literally crush the whole kit with us the whole month. And every month, someone new is joining on and I'm seeing more and more people following the hashtag, sharing things with the hashtag. And like Crystal said, like we're doing seasons right now 
which is a perfect theme for 2020. And, and a lot of the themes have been perfect for 2020. We did change, we did gratitude, we did rest, we did learn last month, which was a great, uh, for me personally, learn was amazing because documenting all the things that 2020 has been teaching me was, um, was hard. Uh, my last story I told was about, you know, after the decision came out in Breonna Taylor's case, and that was a hard story to tell. But I don't know if that's a story that I would have necessarily gotten in an album if we weren't working our way through the Learn Story Kit as it was happening. Um, and yeah, so I think there's so much value in this project. And you don't necessarily have to do the kit that we're doing. But if you take a month to look at any kit, or even if you don't have the story kits, take a month to look at like a capsule of products and go, how many stories can this capsule of products help me tell in the next four weeks? And just dive all the way in. Now, Crystal like gets like eight to 10 projects out. If I get four, I think I won. Um, but but the thing is, that's, that's the beauty of having both of us is that our processes are so different and there's something to learn from either of us. And that's, I think that's one of the reasons that we work so well um, because we, uh, we really complement each other. I agree. I mean, I love everything you just said, like, yes, yes, yes. And then what you just said about like a capsule of products, like what can I do in that time that I'm calling upon to use the capsule of products makes me think then of December daily and how yeah. like that's coming up and us like that's gonna that is a good like mentality to go into it with yeah that's what and we've I been think talking we about do. a lot on right. the show is especially in 2020 there's gonna be a lot fewer you know we went to the nutcracker and today we went to this party with our friends and then we went to this party with our family and then we went to downtown ice carving thingy so amanda and i figured there's going to be a lot more of a focus or we can have a lot more of a focus on using products to help us tell our stories so let me tell you something crystal i am I'm crystal sorry kristen let me tell you something kristen i am glad that there's going to be less we went to the we went to go sit on Santa's lap stories and less we went to the movie stories because I am not and there's no shame if this is the stories you tell I'm not a surface storyteller that's not those are not the stories that I tell when I look at the stories that I want to leave behind I want to get a little deeper and if we're all hanging out on the surface of uh, we went to go see the Rockefeller Christmas tree today and we're not looking at what's underneath that then, and again, don't get me wrong if that's what you enjoy doing, but those aren't the stories that I tell. So if you look at my previous December Daily albums, um, I don't really tell event stories. Like, there are very few event stories in my albums. A lot of the stories in my albums are stories about people, um, stories about what I was feeling that day, stories about how life showed up and surprised me. Um, I use my December Daily albums as a joy lens. So I walk around every day looking for what life has to teach me about joy every single day. Um, so I use my album as a way to capture the mundane magic of the season. And when I explain my albums to people, I don't describe my December Daily as a holiday album because it's not. It's a capsule of what my life looked like right now, which is equal parts yeah, we put up the Christmas tree today, but also I had a really terrible day at work today. And here's how I managed to find the joy in that situation. So I had a lot of people go, I don't know what stories I'm going to tell this month. And I'm like, how? You woke up every day. And every day that you woke up and you navigated the land of the living, you have a story to tell. You just have to look for it. Agreed. 
Agreed. Okay. Are, are you both doing? I just doing... want to be best friends with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so happy we're bringing these words to people's ears. <laughs> um, Crystal, do you have a take on December Daily or how you're approaching it this year? Or... Yes. So the difference for me, as opposed to Tashi's, I have two young children. So that does change a lot of the way we navigate December. Now, this year is different in that we won't be going to sit on Santa's lap and we won't be going to the little downtown light show and all that kind of stuff. But one of my favorite things to do is to document the little things anyway. So I am similar in that I also like to do long essay stories. I like to go on a deeper level, uh, but I am not at all at all spontaneous so i have to have <laughs> i have to have things like kind of pre-planned in order to ensure i do what i want to do so i have already actually been working on our events calendar for december and it's things like it's things like have a hot chocolate bar at home with the kids and then I also apply different types of lenses to the different stories. So something like let's have a hot chocolate bar, I might use the lens uh, facts versus feelings. And that will help me when I'm storytelling to go deeper on like, okay, facts, we made this awesome hot chocolate, but feelings, why was this so important to me that we did this? So I feel like you can do that with all the little things too. And there's ways to make magic when you are literally in your home, like always. So it's just, for me, it's finding ways to do that. And then I also, I'm a huge proponent of foundation pages. So most likely the majority of my album will be set up and ready to go by the time December rolls around. So then in December, it's just taking pictures, being in the moment, and then in the evening, sitting down and writing out why that day brought me joy, why that day was important, and the things I want to remember, you know, from the different things we do. I love that. Are you a foundations person, pages person, uh, Tashi? Uh, no, actually. Um, I've yeah, I've never been, but I think I'm gonna try this year. So here's 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 my so that's a that's a mixed question. So here's my approach to foundation pages. Um, and oh my God, I, I, if you guys haven't seen Crystal's October Daily stuff, like wild crystal literally has her whole album made and it's just like i was watching it and i was like i want your brain for five minutes <laughs> and then i was like probably not because it's not the way i work so here's here's my so um if you guys don't like for your listeners who don't know joshua and i don't have children um so it's just the two of us and our cats so i have my free time is like exponentially higher than crystal's because she has two young children so my part my favorite part of december is showing up at my desk every day and going, what should I do today? So I'm like, I get home and I'm like, I have this photo. I have this journaling idea. How do I want to make a page today? And so it's the, for me, and this is also why Crystal and I compliment each other so well, it's because I can't plan pages. Like I can't, like I might sketch something out like five minutes before I sit down, but I can't have, like if I, if, if I have something pre-planned, I feel confined. Um, so what I do uh, do in advance for December is I do a lot of the crafting things that I know I'm not going to want to do in the middle of the month. So if I'm using like vinyl, if I'm making my own transparencies, if I'm doing any sort of mas machine stitching, if I'm doing any sort of like embossing or die cutting or stuff, I'll have a bunch of that stuff pre-made 
um, and sitting in my album, but I don't put numbers on things and I don't assign stories to things. So I do a lot of the, like the crafty bits. Like I recently, I just bought this die from Spellbinders. Um, and it's, it's wild what card makers do make me do. It's just card makers. <laughs> right? They get me in trouble all the time. I'm not a card maker, right. but I want That's to do the all the- for me. I'm not a card maker, but- yes. <laughs> but I want to do all the card making things. Um, and so Spellbinders released this die and it's like a, I want to say it's like five by seven and it's designed to make like a ha- like a, the door of a house. Um, you guys just go to the Spellbinder site and look at it. It's wild. So I bought that die and that's something I'm going to do before December starts. It's going to take me like two hours to just assemble this one thing. But then I have it in my album so that if like day five, well not day five, cause day five is gratitude. But if like day six rolls around and I'm like, oh, this is the perfect story for this. Then I have a page prepped. And then it's just a matter of adding the photo and adding the story to it. So that's how I do prep. Also we're both teaching product play this year. So I'm going to have a few pages like in my album ready already. Um, but the idea of like foundation pages and putting numbers on things and stuff, that stuff makes me crazy. I made foundation pages one year and I threw them all in the garbage. So, <laughs> never again. Just never again. <laughs> I love that story. All that work. Yeah, it's yeah. wild. And last year, actually last year I made like 20 prep pages and I used six of them. So I'm really limiting myself. Crystal's like shaking her head because she doesn't understand me. Um, so I'm literally, I'm really limiting myself this year. So here's the reason why I like the crafty stuff because everybody's working on their albums in advance. And I'm like, I want in on that. I want to do something. Um, so there is still, and back to the value, like there is still value to sitting down and making something. Even if it doesn't end up in my album by the end of the year, like I still had that hour where I got to sit down and play with my laminator and play with embossing powder. And I don't really really care that it didn't end up in my album because there was still value for me in that moment. So does it make me sad that I used the products and then I didn't put it in my album? I'm not really actually, because I did something, someone else got inspiration from it when I shared it and maybe it ended up in their album in the long run, even if it didn't end up in my own. Yes. Yes. I I'm love so that. there for that. Yeah. Like the buildup and anticipation of the fun season is sometimes even more fun than the season. Like when oh, you're yeah. in it because you know it's coming and da, 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 da. And then uh, once December comes, like you just want to insert photo here, and move along, like experience it, <laughs> insert photo here, experience yep. it. So I'm, that's kind of my approach this year. I think I did, I'm doing a three by eight and I'm planning mm-hmm. on doing lots of Paisley press, uh, plug it what do you call those things where they're already done templates layer templates yeah layer template thank you (laughs) so that's my plan is like i want to i know that they're there i want to do some crafty stuff beforehand to get excited but then drop the photo and move along (laughs) like i don't know so yeah no i'm gonna be doing something in between i am definitely not numbering my pages i'm definitely gonna be making like tons of embellishments beforehand and i know i'm gonna have a few not full pages made, but pages for things that I know are going to be stories that I want to tell or pages for themes for stories that I want to tell. And I'm going to be teaching my daily pages class and doing my December daily during my daily pages class. So I want to have something that is not necessarily always complete, completable, finishable, getting doneable, all of those words that are not words. I just like, oh yeah, I just went down the list and just made more words. <laughs> but we get um, it. In, in about 30-ish minutes, 35 minutes, 45 minutes, that kind of thing. So that it is, I, I don't want to spend two hours on it every day. Yeah. So I want to make some stuff. Like I know I want to make some tags, not 
you know, Tim Holtz level of tag, but like Kristen level of tag. So I'll sit down one day and just, you know, I would, and I know I'm going to stamp out like 25 tags. And am I going to use 25 tags? Absolutely not. But like Tashi said, like there is absolute value in making things. Yeah. I will say one of the values for what Crystal does and what she shares is if you have a day where there's a lull in stories and you don't know, and you're looking for stories, the fact that we have her December calendar with like story themes, there's also crazy value in that. Because um, I, there are definitely some days last year where I was like, like it's like eight o'clock at night and I'm like, oh, I still don't have a story to tell. Like, what am I gonna do today? And so there is a little bit of that for me. And then it's always weird. Like every time that happens to me at like 10 o'clock, I'm like, oh my God, story. And it's like, I'm in my bed, hopping out of my bed, <laughs> running to the desk. I'm like, ha ha, finally got that story. But I love that she has her prompts, which she's got. And I love that she shares that with everybody um, because just, I know this year is gonna be weird. And especially if you have children and like how the holiday season's so magical, I know it's gonna be weird uh, for me it's going to be a lot of the same because uh it's just it's Christmas for me at least because we don't have kids it's a very much a routine month like December is a very much routine month even though now I have my nephew so I get to go like spoil him all the time um but I think for people for parents at least it's going to be interesting so I like that she's doing that and that she's sharing that because there's just 2020 is just wild that's all I have it's just wild (laughs) Crystal where can people find that those prompts so I have a link. I'll send it to you guys. That's um, just a Dropbox where you can just download my calendar. Oh, nice. And I, I provide like like links to where you can get more information for different ideas on there, just like Pinterest stuff. But I cool. do like to share it just to help people to come up with different ideas of what, what can you do this season in this weird year. <laughs> yeah, we'll link it in the show notes. So yeah, you mm-hmm. can pass me that. Um, and then as far as like, upcoming products and December daily, like people will be able to see it on your guys' Instagram and YouTube channels, I'm assuming. Is there we're any- do, We're doing daily YouTube videos. I did yeah, daily cool. videos yes. last month, last year. I did daily cool. videos last year and uh, Crystal and I will both have daily videos this year. Um, and it's gonna be interesting how different our processes are gonna be because Crystal will have, like she said, a lot of her pages ready made. And I'm just gonna show up and be like, you guys, I might have an idea. Let's see what happens. Because <laughs> that's what, like, literally last year, every single video was like, here is the plan. And, like, 20 minutes in, I was like, the plan is not working. <laughs> but I love plan. that. I do that's love so that. Exciting. That's yeah. There's value in that sentence yeah. and see, watching that unfold. But that's so, why definitely. I share it. And I share mm-hmm. it with not just December Daily, but, like, all my scrapbooking. Because I think there's some, the misconception that when you show up to Instagram and everybody's like, oh, look at that thing you made. You had this, like, great idea the whole time. And I'm like, mama, no. <laughs> no, that is not, no. that's not what it looks like. You have an yeah. idea and you start and sometimes the idea works. And halfway through, you're like, mm-hmm. this idea is trash. And you got to come up with something new and you're yes. constantly evolving and that's part of the reason why i share my blooper reel on um youtube because it's it's real life like this is what it looks like i think it's so important for people to see i don't know if mistakes are the right word or like okay so last week during my daily pages classes i made like two just two hard errors when it came to stamping like just like not even just like you know i smudged something i literally masked a stamp with some washi tape and then i just forgot to take the washi tape off when i stamped the image so it just like had a big like washi tape line across the whole thing with just so like and then people on the video were like you know 
that made me feel better because it made me feel like I can mess up too. And I'm like, awesome, fantastic, great. Like that, that makes me feel better for messing up because dude, I've been, again, I've been scrapbooking for 20 years and you are going to screw up. Like, like we were talking about before we even got on the show, Amanda and I have made 150 episodes of a podcast and I literally still have a note (laughs) taped to my computer that says press record because if you don't press the record button and we get so caught up on, you know, when we see Instagram because it's this, you know, static photo of a beautiful layout and it's like, oh, okay, well, that person makes these beautiful layouts. This person makes these beautiful mini albums. I can't even imagine getting to that point Mm -hmm. because when I do things, I just screw up all the time. And there's just, again, like there's just this inherent value in seeing someone's process of like, oh no, I went through like 50 papers before deciding on this paper. Yeah. And even after I cut up like seven papers, no, this was the right one. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's really nice to see other people, you know, stumbling a little bit through the process because we all stumble through the process. Yeah. I feel like kind of the theme of what we're talking about is like humanizing the process, obviously, and like like encompassing all human experience in creating something beautiful right so like and then that segue you know we were we could like we were saying we could talk to you guys for like two hours or so many things but i want to get to everything we had planned but so in terms of like humanizing the experience and we see scrapbooking as like this pristine thing of what it is people share on instagram you know beautiful flat lays brightly colored all that stuff i kind of want to go into tashi you as a part of Michelle Garcia's New York Times article kind of humanizing and giving us like the experience from the point of view as a black woman in this community and how, you know, just the topic of scrapbooking in general as an act of radical self-care. Like you had so many good like pull quotes <laughs> from that article. And I so I just kind of want to hear your experience on being asked to do it and doing it and how you kind of felt afterward and like how it kind of played a role in this year for you, I guess. So in the the dumpster fire that is 2020, <laughs> yeah. um, there are a lot of, there are a lot of things that happened that were very good things. But I will tell you that in the dark days, that's what I call quarantine, by the way, like not even just talking to you guys, I call quarantine the dark days all the time. Mm-hmm. Like I'm very much a, uh, I'm very dramatic and I speak in hyperbole all the time. And I call that the dark days. And in the middle of the dark days, uh, June happened. And I mean, we're not going to rehash what happened, but we all know what the dark days of 2020 looked like. Um, and I realized that I could do one of two things with my, and I say platform very loosely. Um, I hate using that word, but I could do one of two things with my platform. I could keep sharing, like everything was love and light and sunshine, or I could, like you say, humanize the process. Um, Because the thing is, and man, I've had these conversations with so many people of color in the community, but there is the scrapbooking gets whitewashed. And I know I'm going to offend some people when I say that, but scrapbooking is very much a whitewashed hobby. And also, and not, and this is why I love Allie Edwards um, and why Crystal and I tell the stories that we do is not only is scrapbooking whitewashed, there's this like joy filter 
over it. It's like, here are my 2.5 kids and my white picket fence. And here's how magical my life is all the time. And I'm not saying that you have to air your dirty laundry where everybody can see it, but life's not joy all the time. Um, and back to talking about value, there is value in sharing the parts of life where life is not joy-filled all the time because everybody else's life is not joy-filled all the time. And if me sharing a little bit of my dark days helps you feel uh, a little less isolated in yours, then that's what I'm going to do. And also it, it does depend on how comfortable you are with sharing. I am an oversharer. Um, I think Crystal is also an oversharer. And it's very interesting, the stories that we tell, because she tells like a lot of the hard stories of parenting, which I love because people are always like, here are my kids and I love them so much. And I'm like, you want to strangle them 90 years time. <laughs> tell the truth. Um, yes. Yes. But we're both oversharers. And so what happened in June is I woke up one day and I was like, enough is enough. Like, I am navigating this space as a Black woman, and there is definitely the erasure of uh, people of color. And whether that's intended or that's just a byproduct of the I don't see color philosophy that a lot of people live with. Um, so I said a few things, and I made a few people angry, which... Again, I just it's just par for the course. The second you start making people think, you're going to make people angry because people don't want to think about these things. And so I said a few things and I made a few people angry. And I was like, oh, really? And so I, said, so I started saying more things. So the thing is, for every one person that I made angry, someone DM'd me and was like, I never thought about it like that. And um, people would DM me and go, I didn't realize that like the color of your skin has like so completely permeated the life you live which like makes me think like so there's a few there's a few reasons why i think that happens i think it's one if you aren't exposed to anyone who doesn't look like you then you don't realize how much it affects the people that don't look like you um two if the people that don't look like you never speak up about what it's like to not look like you then you just don't know. And I don't think a lot of it is like malicious ignorance. I think it's just ignorance. I think if no one is pointing at you and going, hey, think about this thing right now, then you don't think about this thing. And how many people are so defensive when someone calls them ignorant? Like it's a chance to be reflective and yes. then get not ignorant. <laughs> like, yes. yeah. I never use ignorance as a way of insulting someone. Right. Um, because the thing is, if you don't know, I don't think you're responsible for what you don't know. What you're responsible for is what you do know. And you're responsible for what you do after you do know. So a lot of the work, so my husband's white um, and he's white from like upstate New York where he's never been exposed to like anyone that's a minority. Um, and then he meets me and he marries me and he marries into my crazy family. Um, and a lot of, part of the reason why I feel comfortable talking about this is because this is the work that I'm doing in my own home. Like I am constantly checking my husband on privilege. You think I'm bad on Instagram? Try being married to me. <laughs> I'm constantly checking him on privilege. I'm constantly telling him when he's using microaggressions and when he's saying things that might be offensive. I am checking my mother-in-law on a regular basis. And is this exhausting? Yes. But I know that if I don't do it at home, who's doing it? Like, if I don't do it when my husband says something silly to me, then who's doing it to him when he might be potentially offending someone, like, further out? So, um which is part of the reason why I feel comfortable talking about what I'm talking about, because this is work that I do at home. Like I'm not an Instagram activist, which again, there's nothing wrong with that. If that's your job, it's not my job. What I'm doing is sharing what I know. Um, so yeah, I said a few things. I made some people angry. I said a few more things and then Michelle slid all the way into my DMs. It was like, <laughs> Hey, I want to talk to you for the New York times. And I was like, what? 
Like, I was literally like, is this real life? And she's like, yeah, I'm going to interview for you for the Times. And can I tell you, when she told me she was interviewing me for the Times, first of all, I did not realize it was actually going in the paper. Like, I thought it was going to be like a little, <laughs> I thought it was going to be like a little feature online. Um, and then she told me she interviewed Azari and she talked to Kelly Perky. So I was the last person that she spoke to. And it was literally a conversation just like this. Like, we're just chit-chatting, we're laughing. I'm saying all the terrible things that I can say to her that I wouldn't say to other people. Um, Cause here's the thing about being a black woman talking to another black woman is they live the same experience you do. So like, there are things that I would have to explain to someone who doesn't that I didn't have to explain to her. Like she just mm -hmm. got it. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so, so we were talking and we were laughing and we were just talking about all the things. And then she, and then they, then she emails me like a month later. She's like, oh, we want to take pictures. And I was like, what? You want to do what? She's like, yeah, there's going to be a photo spread. And I'm like, excuse me. <laughs> and the pictures are so badass, by the way. Can I just Thank say you. like this one right here? Like, just, I cut it out. <laughs> it's just so good. Well, yeah, no, that's what I was going to say when I, when Jeff got me the paper, I was like, oh yeah. And they hired two female photographers yeah yeah so so mr tashi was my assistant and he carried my like scrapbook supplies with me to the brooklyn museum and we're going all over the brooklyn museum and laying out scrapbook supplies and doing all these like beautiful flat lays on the ground and gina takes all these pictures and then and then i don't hear anything from them for three weeks and then, she, then michelle emails me and she's like oh the article is going to be online tomorrow and in print the next day and i was like in print what <laughs> like in print um and so the article airs and I, I avoided social media that day on purpose because I knew. I, so here's the thing about challenging people is you make people mad. Um, and so I was terrified that I was going to alienate people. And I was terrified. So here's, here's the other thing about someone interviewing you is they're responsible for your voice. Like with the podcast, you guys can't alter anything I say. I mean, you could probably edit me and chop me up and make me sound crazy, but it would take a lot more work for you. a lot of work. Yeah, exactly. And I don't think you guys <laughs> are- too lazy for that. I don't think you guys are invested in doing that. But when someone interviews you and they're transcribing your words, then you are relying on them to make sure that one, what you say isn't like chopped up and crazy. And two, that they stick to the spirit of what you said. And I think Michelle did- such a wonderful job on that article it was just and then when it came out in print my husband went to five different bodegas near our apartment uh to secure copies of the paper for my mom and for my sister and then my mom had a surprise you're in the newspaper party for me she like Aww. tricked me into coming over to their place and she was like i'm in so much pain i need you to come do something for me and i get there and there's balloons and a freaking party um okay. so i like burst into tears but it's just I got to tell you, like for every terrible thing that has happened in 2020, there has been something magical and like whatever, my, my Instagram followers like shot up overnight, which was not important to me. What was important to me were all the messages from people going, how do I do this thing? Where do I start? Who do I need to be following? Who do I need to be talking to? What do I need to be buying? And I'm like, don't buy anything. I said, get a piece of paper get a photo, get a paper and start writing. That's where you start. You don't start with, I have to subscribe to Ali Edwards and I have to subscribe to Kelly Perky and I have to subscribe. No, that's not where you start. You start with paper and words and photos. And from there, everything else just happens. Um, but the amount of people now, and now Crystal and I have our Mighty Network and there are so many people in that Mighty Network right now that followed me after the article came out because I know their names. And there are so many people that followed us that are like, like writing, like hardcore write or die for us right now since that article came out. And I am so glad that I spoke up um, because not only are people getting into scrapbooking, people are asking questions. 
And that's all I want people to do. I want you to ask questions. If you see something that does not make sense to you, then you cannot let that rock. Like you have to ask questions. If you're worried that there isn't, so part of, so here's the thing about the other reason that I am so transparent about who I am and how the color of my skin like inter interacts with the life I live. Before I started sharing on Instagram, Victoria Marie was the only black woman I saw. That's it. And I mean, not to make it a race thing, but representation matters. And if you come at scrapbooking and all you see is a bunch of white presenting women, then you think there's no space for you in a hobby like this. So yeah, you're going to get used to my face and you're going to see a lot of me because even if I'm the only one you see, if me being visible makes you feel like this hobby is a lot more accessible for you than I did my job that day. Yes. Amen. Well put, girl. I'm glad you're here, oh, both yeah. of you, sharing. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Crystal, what's it like to be, like, BFFs with her? <laughs> easy. <laughs> That's a really good word. Did she say easy or busy? Because those are two opposite. Busy. 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 <laughs> yes. But in such a good way. It. In such a good way. Right. Yes. Oh, <laughs> This makes me so happy. But I have to tell you, though, like, since you asked what it's like to be BFFs with Crystal, uh, well, you asked her what it's like to be with me. I am always in, and I appreciate how gentle she is. Uh, Crystal and I have very similar personalities, but I also know that I can, like, literally slide into her DMs and just rant. And one, she'll let me vent. And two, she's just, she's like literally one of the most compassionate people I've ever met. And I am not compassionate. Like that is not my default setting. I do not want to see the good in people. I'm always like, this person's a jerk. Um, and she's just so gentle and kind. Honestly, guys, if you show up for our podcast, it's literally me going to be gushing about how much I love her for an hour. So I am so sorry. <laughs> That's not what you're here for. Um, but yeah. And you two are far away, Brooklyn and mm -hmm. Michigan? Yep. Yes. Yeah. 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 Just like me and Chris. Yeah, it's it's wild how like literally just like me <laughs> yeah. and Yeah, Anne. wait, Amanda, you're in you're in Long Island or Queens? Where yeah, yeah, right, right on that little cusp, right there. Forty minute drive yeah. to the city. Yeah, it's okay. When you know, this is my problem is I never remember whether Amanda's from Long Island or Queens because I'm a Queens girl born and raised, but now I live in Long exactly. Island. Exactly. But I'm I will never say like I'm from Long Island. Like, I just <laughs> well, right, no, and her <laughs> your mom's in Queens, right? Still, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. No, exactly. And oh, so Crystal lives like an mm -hmm. hour from me. I live literally in a place where in Michigan, everything is an hour from me. <laughs> no joke. If you ask some, if, at someone, oh, where's this? Oh, it's about an hour. Tashi, we might have to plan like a brunch or something. Yes, I'm all about brunch know. life. If you couldn't tell you from the photos. Have to. Yeah. Yeah, Crystal and I are going to do something yep. when, you know, students aren't like yep. mass, mass <laughs> deafing around <Yes>. us. <laughs> I hear ya. All right, you want to pop on over to the unexpected question? We haven't asked anyone these questions. <laughs> you are the first. People will have heard answers to them by the time. Right. But no one has answered them yet. Okay. So we're very excited to hear. Amanda, are you what? asking? Am I asking? I haven't seen the question yet because you wrote it up. Oh. I'm blind. So you don't have it in front of you? I don't. I didn't even open the PDF this morning. I got you. I got it. It's, but it's usually you asking the theme question. That's why it I was, is. That's why I was pausing. Gotcha. Okay, so ladies, this season's title, season seven. Me and Kristen are like seven. What? Yeah. Season seven's title is the season of the unexpected. So it just followed the season of resilience, and now we're like, we don't know what's happening. 
So our question for this season is, how has something unexpected either taught you a lesson that you felt like you needed to learn, but you didn't know until it, the unexpected hit you and voila, the lesson, or something unexpected was like the best thing that could have ever happened to you? And that might be the same question. I don't know. But yeah, so that's our question for you, ladies. Okay. Crystal, you go first. Okay. I feel like this whole year has been, like this has been the year the year of the unexpected, like going into 2020, if you told me all of the things that were going to happen, both good and bad, I, I don't know if I would have believed you. Like it's insane mm -hmm. what this year has brought. I think one of the biggest unexpected things that happened and it happened right at the end of 2019 for me was honestly getting accepted onto Allie Edwards design team. So, and that has opened up so many other doors and windows and just like exploded my life in so many good, positive ways. But when I applied to be on that team, I applied knowing I would not get on it. Like I filled out the application, I turned it in because I, I always tell myself and other people that there's only one sure way that what you want for your life will not happen. And that's if you don't go for it. If you don't apply, of course, you're not going to get on that team. So I applied and then was like, okay, that was fun. You know, haha, I'm going to get the rejection. It's fine. And then Tashi sends me an email one day and is like, go look at, go look. Like, I'm not even going to tell you what it is, but you need to go look right now. And I just couldn't even... I couldn't even believe it. I feel like it took me like the first quarter of this year to even believe that I was still on this team. <laughs> like, it was just, it was the most insane thing ever. Because mind you, I had only been on social media for six months. So it, like sharing my stuff like for six months. So I was literally nobody who just applied to this thing and got on. And from there, I meet like all of these wonderful people I get the opportunity to work much closer with Tashi. We start the story kit crush thing. She's like, you need to start a YouTube and here's all the things you need to start your YouTube. So one month into 2020, I'm starting a YouTube. Here I am. You know, I'm like, no, like my YouTube's like this, like it's a significant thing for me. It's so crazy. And from all of it, I think the most positive thing that's come out of all of it, out of the YouTube, the Instagram, the Allie Edwards creative team, all of it is the community. I, I am a very introverted person. Um, I don't think I really knew that for a long time, but I think I'm very much introverted, but I like talking to people. <laughs> so having this, having this way of connecting with people through the internet has just made my life feel so much richer. Um, I care deeply about people. And I think that this helps me to almost like fill a need to be able to care about people. I don't know if that makes any sense at all, but I just, it's been so, so good. Um, so good. And I never, I never saw it coming. Never saw it coming. Okay. So yeah. um, great, great my answer. unexpected thing, that. honestly, I think 
can I just say this whole year? I don't want to say this whole year because this whole year was just it's this the dumpster fire. Um, but I will say that the unexpected thing that was a lesson and a blessing for me in a way was COVID. So the I, I will I man twenty twenty and COVID has taught me so many things. But I will say the thing that it taught me the most was how to rest. Um, and I don't, I didn't know how to rest. I mean, I'm coming right off of graduating from nursing school and I was in nursing school for three years and I worked full time while I was in school. So there is no sleeping. There is no, you know, there's no pausing. There's literally you go to work, go to school, study, go to work, go to school, study for three straight years. And so I got my license this year and it was, all right, go do the next thing. And then March hit and they shut my city down and it was like, okay, we'll go home and do what now? Um, and what it taught me was it taught me how to rest. And it taught me how to pause. And it also taught me how to separate what I needed to do from what I wanted to do. Because before this year, everything was a need. I needed to do this. I needed to say yes to this project. I needed to say yes to this thing. I needed to do all of it. And March taught me how to say no. And I've never, ever said no to things. Um, I was always like, oh my God, brand new opportunity to say yes. Brand new opportunity to say yes. And I've learned how to say no. Um, and I've learned how to prioritize in a way that I never thought that I could. And the reason why I can do all these things that I'm doing right now, the reason why Crystal and I have this podcast and why we're on the, you know, we're on the Ali Edwards design team and we're doing all these wild things like Crystal and I are literally building a scrapbooking empire. It's going to be great. Um, but the reason why I'm doing all these things is because I learned at the beginning of this year, how to prioritize and how to pause and how to decide what was absolute, like what deserved my energy. Because before I thought everything deserved my energy and this like quarantine and everything else has taught me that that's not true. Um, so I, I can't say that COVID was a blessing because it is a horrible, horrible thing. What I will say was that moment where we all had to stop had taught me a lessons that I didn't think that I would have learned as soon or were as necessary as, as they were for my life right now. Like my quality of life is so much better having gone through that and learned the lessons that it taught me. And I, I like the dark days were real. Like my grandfather passed away from COVID and then my mom got sick and I couldn't see her. And it was all, it, there were a lot of things going on. And if I didn't learn those things, like how to divide my energy and how to not take all these things on, because like Brandy Kincaid has like a thing she says to me all the time where she says, that's not yours to carry. And if I didn't learn that this year, <laughs> like, I, I think that's the one thing that 2020 taught me more than anything was that's not yours to carry. Um, if I hadn't learned that this year, I think I'd be in a much different place mentally and physically than I am right now. So there's the unexpected showing up. Yeah. yeah. I love it. Me too. That's amazing. Resting <sighs> is incredible. Resting is essential. Yeah. Learning how to rest. It's it's such a difficult thing to do and i think it... and i love like learning to rest and then learning how to put things to rest is kind of the two that you were intertwining there and both are very yeah valuable I, you know i could we could talk to you girls forever like we still have currently round let's do it let's do it it's our first currently round with Double interviewees. I'm not so watching anything. So ladies, what are you I don't watch TV. Watching? So that's so weird. I don't have anything I'm currently watching. Crystal, what are you watching? Um, so we don't watch a lot of TV either, but Aaron and I are watching the second season of The Boys 
on um, Amazon Prime. So we usually pick one show to watch together like once a week. <laughs> and that's it. You're like the fourth person that told me. Kristen was one. You saw it, right, Kristen? It's it's quite good there this year. I mean, okay, they're so is really something that I need to watch. Is that what I'm hearing? They're really going for things. Yeah. It's. I will warn you that it is very shocking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like it's anyway. a it's a superhero show, and they're going like full Nazi. I mean, that's that's the only. I mean, like. Oh wow! That okay. I, that's really the only way I can put it. I mean, there's the yeah. symbol and everything. Like, all right, that's a good warning. Yeah, <laughs> like disclaimer, full Nazi yeah, in the show. Like that's. But, I mean, like they're the bad yeah. guys. Like they're. All right. Well, you're the fourth so... person that said watch. So, you know. So, mm. all right, because I'm I'm like five episodes away from finishing The Sopranos, so that'll probably be my next one. Well, anyway. I mean, if you can handle The Sopranos, right. you can handle this. <laughs> I thought that. All right, so I'm currently reading Mythos by Stephen Fry. Um, This might be something that people don't know about me, but I am obsessed with Greek mythology. Um, I love, love, not even Greek mythology, but just like myths in general, because I'm a storyteller and I have a thing for stories. And um, Stephen Fry in Mythos, he takes like all the Greek myths and humanizes them and he makes them funny. And I literally laugh out loud while like I'm doing the audiobook, and sometimes I walk home and I'm just (laughs) casting. in the street like a crazy person um highly recommend it if you enjoy stories and you enjoy the greek pantheon and how troublesome they were yeah it's great it's really good i like it so much that sounds adorable no oh no no it is it is it's is not it like a young adult like, book or um, is it filtered um, at all it's the yeah, conventional okay. greek myths it's just a more modern um rendition of them so it's the same myths like chronos still gets castrated hmm. and it's still the same madness happening and aphrodite's still rising from the ocean but he's also it's a it's a british guy so it's british humor um yeah it's very good i highly recommend it favorite show of life do you ever see yes. drunk history on yes oh my god <laughs> it's kind of it sounds like that like they take Miranda it and getting it drunk and talking about hamilton for a year of it, my yeah. life <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah what are you currently reading Chris? so Christine? i am reading i think i'm on like book five or something in the series uh harley merlin which is a young adult series and it's cute. It's just a cute little book series that's kind of similar to Harry Potter, where it's like a girl figures out she's a witch and goes to a school and becomes part of a thing. So it's it's very, very close to like a Harry Potter type book, but uh, a little bit more adult. Um, and witches. That's fun. <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's good. And witches. witches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nice. So Nazis and witches yes. are making up your, 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 your media uh, consumption. So I am a I love shameless Sean Mendes man. And you currently uh, he had a new to? single come out called Wonder, and I've listened to it probably 15 times. Also, I think Sean Mendes is one of the most beautiful humans on the planet. So I've also watched the music video probably a dozen times. So that is what I'm listening to right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah nice. How we don't uh, – so I don't really listen to a lot of music, especially because my kids – confiscate our uh google our google home so uh in our house you can hear 
the Frozen 2 soundtrack. Um, <laughs> and uh, Queen. My taste. daughter loves yeah. Queen. So we listen to a lot of that. Okay. That's <laughs> a good, good combo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love it. What are you currently making, ladies? Pick one. <laughs> no, <I'm> just kidding. <laughs> For me, October Daily. I'm full October uh, daily session or season right, right now. Jelly plate. I've been yeah. doing a lot of monoprints <laughs> with uh, the jelly press uh, in the hopes that I will eventually like die cut them and make them into things. So that's what I'm doing is learning how to use my gel plate. I need to get me one of those. I've been seeing way too many people do way too many cool things <laughs> with them. And I just, mm. oh, you know what it was? Last time I checked, the Joanne by me didn't have the big one. And I was like, uh. I'm going to wait till they get it in because me and Joanne have a really great relationship right now. That curbside pickup. Yeah, no, I ha- we have Amazon <laughs> um, like next day delivery. Joanne and Joe, Joe. Like countrywide, <laughs> yeah, but in, in, in Brooklyn, we get like next day delivery. So the amount of money that Jeff Bezos has personally got from me since March, wild. A hundred percent. Whatever, whatever the number is, a hundred percent. You're part of that 85 million. I'm sorry. 85 billion oh whew. that he's gotten Whoa. in i mean like if we had just we could that, fix the if, world like, if he could just like donate this year's money then we could fix a lot of things <laughs> yes. oh god no not that rabbit hole Kristen. don't do it i don't think it. about that a lot it keeps me up at night just yeah. like yeah just today <laughs> oh no i mean you don't even want to get me started okay I am oh, no. uh, optimistic. <laughs> I'm, uh, I like to say that I'm a reckless optimist. Um, and even with how terrible things are and how much the news makes me want to vomit, I am still an optimist. So I am feeling optimistic about the future. Talk to me again next month. But right now, <laughs> I'm feeling optimistic about the future. I hear you. Yeah. Yeah. I am feeling, I'm definitely feeling excited for the remainder of the year and also nervous about the remainder of the year. Like, it's so weird to be, I feel like we're just in this period of in between and I feel kind of in between. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's a great way to say that. Mm Mm-hmm. What do you ladies currently plan? What can we tell you uh, that everything? we're currently planning? <laughs> uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> but, um, yeah. yeah. December daily. Yeah, so I'm, I'm planning working, December I'm daily planning season getting, right now. I'm planning my product play uh, sure. stuff. So, because unlike my partner in crime who has all her stuff done already, I don't. So I'm planning on, I'm planning product play stuff and getting that up and running so I can get that turned in soon. And lastly, before we head to After Chatter, what are you currently loving? The fall is here, and the fall is my favorite, my favorite season um, of the whole year. I so I am loving. Yes. How much fall. I get to see my family right now. Uh, with uh, Back to prioritizing what was important or not, my sister and I have now seen each other every week for the last uh, 12 weeks. And that's something that I've never really done since I moved out. And also because I get to see Ebony, I get to see Noah, which is really the reason I see my sister every week. Um, But I'm loving how much family time I'm getting because family is really important to me. This has been amazing. (laughs) It is amazing. 
I've been just making up little songs a lot lately. <laughs> I really want one of those podcast oh my God. things. Where do you watch Tim Holtz live? Make, like, do you watch sounds. him live? So that's on my <laughs> wish list. His partner so Mario just... has a soundboard. And yeah, no, you have no, to. Have the, during the holiday live, Mario just kept playing uh, Christmas carols. <laughs> and they have this one thing that goes, that's a spicy meatball. Does he plays that every time that Tim shows something that he really likes and it's the best? Yes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, we. I just need it. I mean, 150 episodes in, we need a soundboard for just like, you know. Yeah. We've mentioned that in episode past, and I told you we would probably overuse the whoop sound. <laughs> I just feel like there's so many opportunities that we would need it. <laughs> I, you did say that. I feel like this has been discussed before. <laughs> All right. We are going to head over to After Chatter, which is now exclusively available on the awesomeladiesproject.com. Very exciting. For what will soon be renamed to an amazing new name that I feel amazing about. Because as you know, you guys, I suck at marketing. I suck at talking about the things that I truly care and love about because I have self-esteem issues. Um, and we can laugh about that because that's hilarious. Um because even after having 150 episodes of a podcast, I still feel anxious about talking about the things that I care deeply about. Yeah. And also, like, if you love this episode, please go to the show notes because <laughs> there was so much to show note, I feel like, in this one. So it'll all be there. And it's good that we have a long turnaround time because you don't have to, you know, frantically write up the show notes for, like, <laughs> tomorrow. So yes, okay, so we're going to head over to After Chatter, exclusively available for Awesome Ladies VIP members. You're going to hear about the new name very soon. I feel so good about it. I'm so excited. It's going to be amazing. It's going to help me talk about things so much easier. But you can head over there. There are over 120 bonus audio shows, bonus video shows, so much content that you get as a member of the Awesome Ladies VIP membership. And now we're going to talk about some... Did we decide on a topic during the show and then I totally forgot about it? I don't think not so yet. Oh, okay. Awesome. Well, come and be surprised because oh, this conversation so much for has been us. amazing. So whatever we talk about. Next Thanks for joining us, girls. Equally amazing. All right, guys. Yes. Have an amazing week. We will catch you next week. Thank you to Tashi and Crystal. And this is going to be a long episode. So you guys got extra, extra bonus stuff. And so come over to After Chatter for extra, extra, extra <laughs> bonus stuff. We love you. Have an amazing week. And catch you next time. Bye guys. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of the show. We are headed over to the craftiest female after chatter show now, which is an exclusive perk for awesome ladies, all access club members. The all access club has a ton of great benefits like daily page lessons with me, free courses, and yeah, it's literally called the All Access Club because of the legit all of the access, right? But one of the best things is the After Chatter Vault. There are more than 100 episodes, both audio and video, in an easy-to-use classroom where you can even mark your progress. So we've got another great episode of the After Chatter Show coming up right now, and you can join us today at theawesomeladiesproject.com slash CAF. Thank you so much for listening to the show, and we'll be back next week with another great episode. Thanks, guys. Love you so much.